Hey there, and welcome to Rebels Without a Clue, episode three. I am Tony. I'm Adrian. <laughs> and I'm Brad. And um, don't forget to like us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, podcast app on iTunes, and podcast addict. Erdict. Thank you. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, leave comments. Um, you can also leave suggestions on um, what you'd want us to take up some topics on. And you can also contact us on our social medias. Um, we're on Twitter at Rebels Without a One. And on Instagram at uh, Rebels Without a Clue Zero Three. And um, yeah, so um, what are we drinking today, Bradles? So today we are on the James Squire, uh, the Chancer Golden Ale. Looks like piss, tastes great. It's actually really nice. I didn't debate that. It's like a. Um, it's a golden ale. Yeah, but it's like a. It's really sweet. And. It's got to get that citrusy oh, yeah, aftertaste good. to it. Yeah, it's true. We yeah. love a bit of citrus, don't we? We love a good citrus in the. Fucking, I'm going to citrus in your I'll citrus in your pee hole. <laughs> Fucking, of course you would. Why would actually you resort back to it going into it's a pee It's always you. That's that not always me. That it's your pee. Stop yelling, Tony. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would fucking cane but Imagine fucking lemon juice down your urethra. Oh. Imagine lemon juice coming out your urethra. What's wait, as in you're generating it? Just piss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, wait, no. It's so dumb. Oh, I hate you so much. Do you know what? Just run into oncoming traffic, please. I will. I will. Any minute now. Well, I love how you just closed it off. It's like a I will, period. Yeah, Everyone it. else get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't realized, my voice is fucking cooked tonight. We uh, told you to stop fucking going to the glory holes and St. Kilda. I can't help gagging it. What was I going to say? Yeah, yeah, but gag your dad life, gag count. wife. Your dad does not count. <laughs> oh. Your dad doesn't get the gag. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you interchange between who's taking dick? <clears throat> yeah, we no. swap every week. Oh, that's do you just no, okay. uh, that's one thing we don't do. It's oh, that's gay. all right. At least there's a limit. It's right. too gay. It's, it's too, too gay. gay. Okay. But um, yeah, essentially, I've got I don't know whether I've got tonsillitis or whether I've got strep throat. Either either way, I'm gonna spit on on Brad's tonsils by the end of the night. Who's Tom? You were gonna say Tom? I always said Tom. <laughs> do you know Tom from Facebook? The first time I ever fucking was on Facebook. <laughs> that's MySpace. <laughs> it was MySpace, wasn't it? <laughs> what a Facebook's fucking mark. Hey, that can't 100% serial killer. Oh, yeah. 100% Tom. Yeah, Tom was. Yeah, that, that photo was always creepy as shit. He, he lo- he's looking he's back like, over his shoulder. He like looks he's at, like, yeah. I just murdered your family. Oh, my God. I was literally just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Our that's great it. minds think alike. For sure. And that's sure. not us. Uh, speaking of murdering, let's get to our topic uh, because it's about AI murdering us all. So what was the <laughs> topic AI. this week? Uh, topic was a documentary uh, that was actually made pretty recently called Do You Trust This Computer? Um, mm-hmm. It's essentially a documentary about artificial intelligence and the massive expanse of the technological age in this day and age. As <laughs> dumb as that sounds. just kept saying age in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good it's because my name's age. Talk Good about plugging age. yourself. Good stuff, age. <laughs> 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 oh, but, uh, but yeah, basically talks about, a lot about uh, where the AI world is heading. There's a lot of experts in the in the documentary and shit like that. Um, it kind of starts on a quote by Mary Shelley, who's the author of Frankenstein in the early 1800s. Then um, the quote is, you are my creator, but I am your master. 
I was having a hard time figuring out that quote at the start. Why? Mm. I mean, knowing that the documentary is about AI, I couldn't tell if that quote in the context of AI, whether it's the AI talking to us or us talking to the AI. Us talking to the AI. Well, well, essentially, AI is so a replicated in, digital version of ourselves, essentially. But you a more efficient are my version. creator, but I am your master. So you are my creator. The AI, obviously, that's in reference to us. So we created the AI. But the AI is better than us but they are now the master of us. We cannot exist or operate in daily life without AI. It, we could, but we've become so accustomed to it that going backwards from here- It's, it's an evolutionary step back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100% right. it is. We can't, we can't stop, and that's part of the, actually, that's, they actually say that in the documentary that we're too far gone to stop. We can't just stop technology. We can't just turn no. everything off because it's just not, going to be like you said it's a step backwards in evolution essentially and at the same time it creates it turns us into slaves almost to the technology of our day and age but i also think (laughs) what (laughs) 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 um i also think one of the big factors in terms of what you're saying is all about how the if we were to take a step back it's literally progressing like no it's regressing back to a stage of what was that style of living called? Like we're living off the land. Yeah, essentially. Like that. yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be like cultural exchange through you know that that whole give and take process. And when they made that reference to the financial markets, yeah, that when that algorithm was playing up and it caused the um, the markets to crash, the markets to crash. Yeah. Thousand points drop in the Dow Jones in the space of half an hour, which was literally the equivalent to one trillion dollars. Yeah. So, in the event the algorithm starts to learn and starts replicating that behavior, we're fucked. Yeah. Everything. It can literally do whatever it wants. The whole banking system is premised on a fucking computer. Yeah. So that goes. We're fucked. But that being said, that's that's not the only element that's basically driving our day-to-day lives. Every, like we are driven by every by technology in general. Hey, every, you're every smoking a fucking do. thing. For example, well, technology. I'm smoking a vape. That's technology. Oh, you're wait. smoking a vape. We're recording on digital technology as it is now. It's recording our voices and translating it into from sound waves into actual digital media. Yeah. I mean. We have a microphone. Which means we should probably not bag AI because your computer could turn around and kill us at any moment. I personally love the whole idea of AI and where it's going. So I, I kind of it. feel like we're already heading into a two versus one debate here. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah but so, no, but see, so I'm in the middle, quite literally in the seating arrangement right now, but it's actually quite kind in of the middle, well then, yeah, in, yeah, in the middle of the whole debate because I can see where Tony's coming from where it's fucking awesome. But I can see where you're coming from, Brad, in the fact that when it comes to human history and human behavior and how we interact with technology, mm. how we use it, more it's gonna be more likely that someone out there is gonna to wanna to use it for some sort of nefarious, evil, 100%. warlike plan to take over. <clears throat> because essentially, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk says it in the documentary. Yeah. How fucking point. intelligent is he? He's brilliant. He's, he's absolutely 100%, brilliant. he's fucked. But he's gonna kill someone. Like he's a serial killer as well. <laughs> Why do you say that? Just look at his face. He's staring at the camera like technology is the best. And in his mind, you can just see his mind ticking about how he's gonna murder you. All right, but within the context of this conversation, I'm going to say I'm going to be playing the devil's advocate in every single one of these conversations now, because I'm so pro-humanitarian in terms of 
the detrimental effect that AI slash technology is already having on us. Fucking old man. No, but I, I'm being dead set because you know what was the dead set giveaway when what? we watched that documentary? The last scene in that fucking doco. Was, it, was this what we were talking about before? And we said we we're going to save it? No, 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 no. This was another thing. The last scene is like a fading shot out of a cafe mm. that was a whole bunch of people sitting there yeah. having their coffee. Everyone's on a phone. Not no. one single word was said. And that just, it hit a fucking core nerve in me. But that's what yeah. today looks like. I know it's it a does. scary part. And I see it every day, going to and from work on the train. It's it's face I'm, down, like, buried in. Phones. And I'm, I'm a hypocrite in saying it because I'm. You're part not, of that. Not that I'm on my phone on the train. I am very conscious on the phone of on the train to not be on my phone. Yeah. What I do do on the train is I have my headset on, and I'm listening to music yeah. or a podcast yeah. of some kind. So I'm a culprit for that. But while I'm listening, I actually make a conscious effort to look around the train and just. Acknowledge Watch people. people. Acknowledge people. Yeah. Smile at them. Yeah. Make eye contact. Creepy cunt. Be that weird cunt on the train that for some reason, in this day and age, is weird to look at people on it the is. train. It actually is. It because actually everyone is. else is looking at their phone. Yeah. Mm. Everyone yeah. else is looking at an iPad or you know what? The DS phone, or something like that. The whole introduction of the smartphone to us now was probably the biggest advancement in that kind of lifestyle. If the smartphone didn't come into play and we didn't have basically the world at our fingertips. Exactly right. We wouldn't be at the point we're at now. No. Because it's too easily accessible now. Before, you'd have to go to, like, for example, like, say, a desktop computer or a laptop, which had limited battery life back then. Yeah. And it just wasn't that easily accessible, and it didn't happen. But now that we're getting phones that last you one to two days, a laptop that'll last you all day, internet connection everywhere, it's too easily accessible. Yeah, Everyone can get it. Yeah, it actually it's is. Not, it's not hard. Especially now, for example, your cheapest smartphone, you can pick one off for what? Less than a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's yeah, fucked. Exactly right. Yeah. And the, and the thing about it is, is that when this whole smartphone sort of era happened, like I said, going back to my, my point before where we've got so much technology at our fingertips and how do we use it? Stupid photos on Facebook, yeah. videos of fucking cats all over YouTube, dumb cunts doing dumb shit worldwide but you know what uh, do you know what that kind of sums up YouTube in one concise line yeah. dumb cunts doing definitely. dumb shit all over the definitely. world yeah. thank definitely. you Adrian right. for surmising exactly what the internet is literally that's, that's, and that's what we're using it for but you know the problem this is one thing that kind of I guess it grinds my gears in a way because right, it's that whole it's that whole sort of I guess that that definition that's given to technology they're like oh technology's bad it's making people dumber it's full of shit all that sort of stuff it's not the technology itself it's how we use it that's what I'm saying if anything yeah. we're the problem like, we're saying, the virus yeah. that's infecting this technology and giving yeah. it a bad name the way that this we use this yeah. sort of thing is what's it's what's given this whole all a bad name yeah. okay. no one's forcing you to stick your head into your phone and submerge yourself in it Exactly it's right. t- it's it's getting to the point where the person who's using the tech needs to sort of step out of themselves like wait a minute let me put this down put yeah. it away and fucking see what's in front of me okay yeah. devil's advocate here that's all good and dandy but the problem dandy. is dandy dandy, dandy. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say I'm gonna dandy. stop you there dandy. old man For one moment why dandy Wait, think about it before you say Brad, it because I've had clean bottle ready to go. I will bottle you. Brad, this I will set, dead Brad, bottle Brad you. in this podcast you is won't be You won't Brad be saying much after this goes into your mouth. Brad in I'm this just, podcast is old man yells a cloud. He's, That's what you he are is, tonight. No, just, I'm not. Because like I said before, our lives are so governed now by technology that what I'm going to say is... 
when you're talking about the smartphone generation of people who are so constantly obsessed with looking at their phones and going through information and finding all that, it creates, in a cognitive sense, a lack of activity within the brain. That decreases your ability to think, respond, and adapt on a cognitive level. But the problem is that's not how the technology was initially designed it's and regardless, how it was made to work. But regardless it was made to that, be an aid. Not to be the be all and end all but for everything the problem that we do. Is, it's become our life. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. We're so immersed and so engrossed in having it as part of our lives that we don't detach from it now. And we're we not going to detach from it because exactly. we're so we're dependent. Far, exactly, we're too far gone. That's what I'm saying. But, back to, was, but I think what was, you're saying, Brad, is, is lending a good background to your earlier point, Tony, about the fact that it's how we use it as well. 100%. Because I completely agree throughout with the that. whole documentary, most of the people and the experts that are speaking are all under the same, they all seem to be under the same mindset as a group of people, a group of specialists, fucking geniuses, whatever you want to call them. Nerds. They all seem to be, yeah, nerds. They all seem to be <laughs> under the same ideal that they want to see AI succeed. Mm for all the right reasons. Mm. And what they talk about is the fact that we use it incorrectly. As a society, as a greater, wider society, we tend to misuse it, whether we intend to or not. And that leads to, like I said before, dumb shit doing dumb, dumb cunts doing dumb things on the internet. Yeah, and it keeps getting the label of like, for example, when you see, um, it was a couple of years back when Dark Knight was, when the Dark Knight got released and um, that guy, that guy who had mental issues was dressed up as a joker and went and shot a bunch of people one of the oh, screeners yeah, yeah. they <laughs> left it to, oh fuck there's a pause um, <laughs> damn it we're at about um, 13 7 right fucking hell um, but yeah they gave it the whole reason of yeah it was the violence behind the movie it was Heath Ledger's portrayal of Joker that drove him to be like that no it no. was that guy's interpretation of it and taking it far beyond what it was initially supposed to be yeah. it's a narrative it's a story see, you take it for what it is you don't you don't implement it into real life yeah but see this is a classic and that's that label that's getting like we're getting lazy we're getting this we're getting that because we're so submerged in our phones and because that behavior was i guess accepted and wasn't questioned in its early phases when it was really when it really should have been had the hammer put down gone hey put the fucking device down fucking go do it yourself yeah find out what reality actually but is. you're right we're at that point where we're too far gone. And my point in this is, technology has advanced so far, but the problem is human evolution hasn't caught up. And exactly. it won't. And that's the scary part. And that's what I'm saying is technology has gone so far to the point now where it's superseded anything in terms of what human conditioning and learning and evolution should have been. We should have been well ahead of the curve, but the technology has immersed itself so heavily involved with us now that we're always going to be two steps behind the apple. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. the problem is humans, not to sound too negative, but we are too fucking dumb to have control of when they were talking about AI drones and yeah. um, they say AI the weapons and how fucking dangerous that actually is. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine what but they say is true. Uh, imagine a drone flying over, flying worldwide basically, anywhere you want. And it's making its own decision yeah. on who to kill. Yeah, yeah. On who to bomb. That's I guess that's where the whole use. the whole subject of AI sentience comes into play. Because yeah. when you bring in sentience, that's where shit gets fucking scary. And to a point, for example, when we were talking about all the like how drones and military weapons are being designed for AI and whatnot, 
where's the moral compass on the people who are designing the AI for these products? Well, like I said before, the one thing that I acknowledged in that doco was yeah. the value system of military is very, very different from the human race. Yeah. So, and those, like I said, going yeah, back to my point about, before about that group of people, the group of experts that are talking throughout the whole documentary, and it was good they to- are all advocates of not funding AI, for, or not giving AI to military. But yeah. when has the military ever not done exactly what they wanted to? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's and that is AI. the problem. Regardless of these minds of being the greatest scientific minds in AI research and development, yeah. the problem is, they've got money no come say. From, realistically, 100%. It comes from the military. But again, but, like is this, military. but is this more of a, the term military or what the military stand for need to be re-looked at and Rediscussed as to why they're actually there. Is it more to do with them as to why do we still have a military? What are they actually doing? Are they doing it to benefit humanity or are they just dragging us down or or leading us down to our own path of self destruction? There's a whole bunch of Is that to do more with them or is it more to do with the technology itself? But it's a combination. Like in this circumstance, one is not going to operate without the other. They, they, so bimodal in the sense that. The war machine does not... No, the war machine will not operate without some form of technological advancement. So that whole, what they were saying in the doco about the nuclear arms race and all that being at the forefront of getting ahead of like Russia and China in the world for the US. Yeah. Now we're heading down the progression of AI and technology being at the forefront. So this is the whole new horizon and this is what they're chasing now to like the whole fucking moon landing like who was going to get to the moon first yeah, yeah. but see this is the thing about the whole arms race and i think what tri- tony trony 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 <laughs> my voice one. is fucked it's killing me <laughs> good eye but uh, essentially i think to tony's point on that one saying well why do we even have an arms race really when you look back at history what's the arms race it's a bunch of people who have an ulterior motive about running the world mm-hmm. a certain way yeah and they're all trying to get ahead of each other just in case one of the other ones does something. And what have we done to stop the progression of military advancement? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely because nothing. you know why? Because we got fuck all to do. There's nothing we can do 100%. about it. We're at that point now. Even with all these technological advancements, for example, all these new drones that are coming into play and <laughs> fighting the war, which we don't even know what the war's about anymore. Um, technically, what, who, who are we fighting against? Some guys in the desert with goats. And we're using fucking million dollar drones to take them out. And has the war stopped yet? Well, they work it out like this. It's a ballistic missile is $66,000 every time it's launched. Yeah. They launched over five and a half thousand ballistic missiles in the war in Iraq. You calculate that for a monetary value. Not to mention the actual machines that were shooting these um, ballistic missiles are worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, th- there's no stopping now, where that's heading that direction. Yeah. Well, now going, going, sort of, so going off a bit. We're of a getting tangent, off track here. But basically, bringing that back to the idea of this topic, the idea of AI. Now, imagine if those missiles started doing those things by themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Started shooting there was, people by themselves. There was one themselves. point that was made in the doco, and I was talking to Brad about this before you got here. Um, it was one of the quotes, I can't remember who said it, um, how they were saying how AI, for example, when, um, let's say, Microsoft's Tay went online. and Now, for the listeners, Tay was like a, a chatbot. Like it was, an, a AI chat, it was chatbot. an AI chatbot made by Microsoft. <laughs> they 
<clears throat> it was basically like a newborn baby. They put it. What did they let it? They, they let it watch off of Wikipedia, or was it YouTube? They let it watch YouTube for one whole week. Yeah, so let it watch yeah, YouTube seven for days. one whole yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. And put it up online to interact with. Yeah. with us essentially I think what was it within four days within four days it got hit up by hard trolls so people trolling it and fucking with it and essentially in a week it became a racist Hitler loving bigot yeah, yeah pretty much which Microsoft promptly took it down because it had, yeah it didn't learn the way that we that they were hoping yeah. it would it essentially became a human hating machine but the part that scared, it became Terminator but the, the part that sort of made me freeze <laughs> dun, a bit dun, dun, right, dun. you've got it on your thing there that, yeah. that phrase which one the um, one that was learning for example oh. if it learned the certain traits let's say it became a dictator so the immortal right. dictator from which we could never escape which is essentially that yeah, exactly it, it, so it let's say it. if the AI became you said it. essentially learned the traits of a dictator a human dictator can be killed and his ideals yeah. can be quashed and can be squashed. Yes. Right? An AI dictator can just jump from server to server to server <coughs> to server to server. Yeah. It'll never die. No. Which is something It'll remain that forever. Actually, yeah. Which is that's, something they actually now, say. That part of it made me sort of maybe freeze for a second. Like, that's actually yeah. fucking scary. Well, it's something that Elon Musk actually says. He, he talks about the fact that there's, a, there's an immortal you know, dictator that we can't actually escape from. Exactly. Because once that thing has, you know, control of server after server after server, essentially one day, whether it takes 10 years, 10, 10 weeks, 10 days, one day it will have control of the entire internet. Yeah. It'll have control of the entire technological age that we live in. Yeah. Every single device. They talk about it at the start of the documentary, the fact that we put out so much data every day as a human race that every fucking, what is it? It's, I've actually wrote it down. In one day of data that humanity, that humanity produces, if we printed that on a letter size, on letter size paper, font size 12, double sided, it would stack from earth to the sun, sun four, four times. times over, yeah. Like, that's, that's, and that's one 24 hour period. Imagine- Get an, off your it, phones, you fuckheads. <laughs> Yeah, stop listening to this on your phone. This is what Stop looking at porn. I use up that much porn in one day. <laughs> but can you imagine how much data yeah. comes yeah. from porn? Yeah. Oh, it's stupid. Well, my, phone's, my phone is 90% porn. I'm so surprised your phone hasn't blown up. That that stack of, of data from my phone for humanity is porn. <laughs> yeah. that, that makes up the porn collection. That's one, that's one lap from the earth to the sun. Yeah. It's your porn. That yeah. one stack is my porn collection. Tony's is Islamic prayers because he's an oh, imam. Because he's an imam dog. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we call him shit, imam because he's, he's, of course he's, did. he's just a head. You just He's a, just a head. You've got a fucking megaphone for a voice, haven't you? Hard. Shut That's up, you no-ass fuck. It's true. It's the, it, you're the reason why I have to edit this yeah. so much. Now, I want to bring up a, a, a point um, here. Um, um. Going to the idea of how much data we produce as a, as a race. Yeah. Do you guys think data is good or evil or it's neither? But explain that. Like, do you think it's inherently good? Or do you think it's inherent? As in the accumulation of data? No, data itself. So the information that's out there, the data... Do you reckon it's about the fact that it's inherently good or evil? Okay. Or is it the way we <clears throat> process, use, abuse, if you want to call it that? that Come on, data. tell them, Sonny. So the way I'd see it, okay, I'm going to go a bit philosophical here, but everything operates in dualities, right? You've got black, white, good, evil, all that sort of shit. Brad, Tony. Yeah, we see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 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 nostril laughs. I'm going to nostril your head. I'm going to nostril your dick. Anyways, um, so what I was saying, everything operates in duality. So good, evil, black, white, all that sort of stuff. 
data lies on that same spectrum of good and bad. Good so as in the sense the of... Huh? You tell me it's on the spectrum? Yeah, it's autistic. Data's autistic. Wow, what conclusion did you arrive at tonight? That data's autistic. Yeah, data is autistic. <laughs> we learnt things. We learnt things. Um, so in good in the sense that, yes, it's great having access and that knowledge and having that at your fingertips to gain that awareness and understanding and utilisation of knowledge and information. It's great having that there. But... What I was essentially saying in bad sense, it leads back to the point I was saying about that it starts filtering into making this lazy. And What's this, Brad? The brain. Oh, yeah, sorry. Viewers, they brain. <laughs> Pointed at my head. At, for those playing at home. Yeah. He pointed at that empty space in his head. Did you just hear yourself? Yeah, I know. Point and you're giving me shit. I did, I did done good on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that head. <laughs> Had enough of oh, you. Already, they can't actually. look at that head. If they looked at that head, they wouldn't be listening. Be glad that they can only <laughs> listen to you and not see you. you I actually feel sorry for them that they're listening to me. Even now, you sound like a fucking uh, hermit. Yeah, my fucking my throat's fucked. Um, my throat. Your throat. My your throat. throat. My throat. Fucking your northern throat. suburbs podcast. My FOT. Throat. Throat. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I was saying, like with the bad stuff, in the fact that our brains are getting lazier every single day. There's no positive to that. Like I said, with the whole evolutionary aspect, we haven't evolved enough to handle the data consumption slash data output and input that's actually happening with the machines these days. And that they made a reference in talking about data input and output. Yeah. When input, there's a shitload coming through. Output, there's fuck all going out. Yeah, because, because what does that guy say? We've only got these and these, and by these and these, he points to his fingers, as in touch, yeah. and his eyes, yeah. visual. And he's essentially saying, as humans, all we have is our sense perception. Correct, correct. A computer doesn't have sense perception, and the reason behind that is they actually say it in the documentary as well, is that it doesn't have a physical body. It doesn't need a physical form. But the problem is now that uh, the Japanese guy who invented that robot that oh, had that all the senses, up. all those senses of yeah. touch, looking, and followed him as he was walking around the room. Yeah. I was like, get yeah, fucked, man. But this is now a perfect segue into my next point. The whole concept of sentience and robot consciousness, right? right. Do you think that a robot can truly have a sense of consciousness or sentience? Not yet. You actually think this is a possibility? I think it's, it's definitely a possibility, a possibility. But I think it's a possibility to have a consciousness that robot, a software, whatever you want to call it, AI, can will be able to develop one day a consciousness that is different from ours. One that we won't ever understand if, for whatever reason, we're still around. We will never understand their consciousness. And I feel like at the same time, they will never understand human consciousness either. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm glad you know that I mean? you've separated <coughs> that. Yes. Yeah. It's like saying, well, does a, does a dog, do a have dog's a consciousness... <laughs> I appreciate it, dude. It's a red does rocket. Does a dog have a dude? <laughs> the dogs have red rockets. That's, that's uh, what I call them. Good old so I call them before I put them in my mouth. <laughs> oh, I almost dropped my drink. Um, <laughs> so basically... Uh, it's like saying, well, does a dog, a dog's consciousness, does a dog understand how how we think and how we perceive the world any more than we understand how it perceives the world? But I'll call something here. The pineal gland, 
in your brain. Have, do you know much about it? No, not a lot. So they say it is the root of your soul. That is where the root. essential Fucking cops are root, bro. <laughs> where the bit <laughs> you. <laughs> I almost died. He just swallowed a red rocket. Uh, um, the penis gland. <laughs> roots. Is yeah. that what you, that's what yeah, we got. That's what I was yeah. getting at. Um, no, nah, but the as in the pineal gland, they say, is the root of all things related to the soul. So your brain is essentially... And it's kind of scary because it actually looks like a little brain within your brain. Right. Um, now, they say that's where the emergence of... Um, the unconscious, the conscious, um, the fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, sentience. Uh, That's where your essential sentience arrives from. Right. Now, there is no concept of that formation nor cognitive aspect, regardless of whatever technology it is. Look, let, I'm not to say that 150 to 200 years from now, that sentience can't be programmed nor taught. I'm not debating that. Yeah. But in its truest form, a robot will never ever have a degree of consciousness nor sentience. They will learn, and but it's through programming. So they will learn to adapt, like adaptation, learning. Yeah. They all fit into the same category. But in terms of... There's always gonna be that piece missing. 100%. From a robot and I that call, humans have and they will never have. Which I call morality. Well, well but realistically, is, is it morality taught. though? Morality like, can be taught. But no. not necessarily. I don't. I don't believe that point, to no. be honest. Right. But I. Don't, I don't think it's morality that's a defining factor there. I just. I'd think say it's, it's a, a factor in it. I'm not going to say it's all of it. Yes, yeah, it's think not all of it. It's, it's certainly a factor, it. and it's one of many for sure. But I think one of the, the one of the main things is is that they say it towards the end of the doco where um, basically the the AI it's it's a program that you give it a command, you give it a goal, and it will essentially be relentless in getting that getting that goal stop laughing at me you rats <laughs> you're laughing at me because of all the gaps in the fucking recording oh yeah, this we'll be here till 3am oh, these gaps um <clears throat> but basically it's around the whole fact of you give an ai a goal you give a program a goal to achieve it's going to stop at nothing to achieve that regardless of, the most efficient of how way it of has getting... to step over yeah the, and who, but, the thing, but like i said it's not like, that's what leads me to my point about I don't think it's all about morality no. or, or it's just one of the factors because at the end of the day it's not taking a moral stance yes when it goes if it has to rip through humanity to achieve its goal no, it who will but, wasn't but it'll do the, it as a matter of course not as a matter of didn't one of the experts come to that similar I think it was Elon Musk that, Elon Musk says exactly that yeah, exactly. he it, says it'll yeah. do it it'll it'll <clears throat> achieve that goal it'll smash through humanity like if, a, if, like if it peasants. finds it's the most efficient the whole way and yeah. humanity is the one but that's it won't its do it. Yeah. yeah but it won't do it with a sense of morality in the sense no. that it's not doing it for an evil game. No, of course no, it's, it's not doing not. it for a good it's game. Not doing it, it, it's doing conditions. it because you gave it a task and it got you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm it. saying. That there's, and this is exactly what I wrote, action and reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Because in terms of its purpose and its drive and its sole focus, yeah. there is a target, there is a goal, there is something that is set for it to achieve. Yeah. It will do what by ever yeah, means actually, necessary in order to do it. A human has to... It is a natural inclination of any human to weigh up all the pros and cons yeah. before and you take I action. I love that you said that because it's actually that... Do you remember that part in the documentary where there's that doctor? And he's trying to put... <coughs> I don't know if it's a stint or what, what exactly he's doing, but he's trying to fix an aneurysm in this lady. Yes, yes. And he says to the camera, he goes, an AI would have just done what... I, he goes, I've put this stint or whatever it was into the, into the aneurysm. He goes, I, had to, I got it most of the way in. It didn't go all the way in. I didn't do a 100% yeah. good job. Yeah. 
and I thought I had to cut it there because the risk yeah. was too high of hurting this lady. And then he and makes he the reference the cam- to compassion. Yeah, he makes the reference to compassion, the fact that computers and technology doesn't have compassion. And the fact the difference is he goes, well, an AI would have just done it. Yeah. An AI would have done it 100%, would have done it 100% without that 20% outlying factor yes. that he now, left. And the reason he said mm-hmm. is because it would have done it without even thinking. It would have done it without even reacting. Yeah. I, where, and he goes, whereas I, as a doctor, I had to toss up and turn about it 100%. for fucking 10 minutes. And I'd rather yeah. my doctor weigh up those pros and cons and yeah. have a sense of compassion and a feeling of human emotion as opposed to having a sole purpose and goal and not weighing up anything else in the process. Exactly right. And it's like that. And it reminded me, that section reminded me of that scene in iRobot. Not this, it, yeah, it's a scene where he describes why, Will Smith describes why he survived. Yes. The car accident. Yes. He had more of a chance of surviving than a young a young girl. Yeah. And as a human, he thought, fuck my life if it means a child dies. 100%. Whereas a computer couldn't make that distinction. No, of course not. It couldn't. And like I said, it's it's based <clears throat> on the fact that all this sounds very nefarious to technology, that, that technology got it out for us one day. And like I said, technology is not doing it because it's evil. It's I don't think technology is inherently evil or inherently good. I'd, like I said, I think you give it a task and it'll get that task done, whatever means possible. Yeah. yeah. There's no morality behind it because you can't program morality no. into it. No. Now, I don't know enough about AI and robotics to sort of, to know if this is actually in place, but have you ever, like, did you ever come across yeah, this the is from, three laws of robotics from the original iRobot yeah. science fiction story? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if those actual, which three laws that they stated in the book, and I wonder if these are actually... Can you read out the three laws? So, the three laws, one, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to, be, to come to harm. Yeah. Rule two, a robot must obey orders given to given it by human human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And the third law is a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. Yeah. Now, I'm curious as to how it is... Even though it's, it's science fiction, those laws make sense. So they I do. wonder if they actually... Like, in, like if they actually implement those laws into when they're actually are designing AI. But I don't think we're at that extent yet where we need to start addressing... But like, if that's example, where AI like, is going, if it's heading that direction, these yeah. sort of you know these sort of rules and laws have to be put into it's place. It's a potential template. To Even use. though it's fiction, it's it's something that that we're getting to the point now where we were hitting <laughs> what was considered fiction back then. Yeah, no, I know, I completely agree. But I still think, uh, but they made a point in saying how you know we had this misconception that you know it's like a hundred years off or, or ten years off. Uh, he was saying it's more like three, four, or five years off as opposed yeah. to thinking that long term. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they made that reference to the Wright brothers when they first invented the plane and how 60 years later, and you got fucking people worrying about, oh, how much salt on their meal in the 747 jumbo jet. Yeah, that's yeah. thousands of meters in the air it's as just opposed become, to a couple of meters. Yeah, exactly right. It's, just it's literally an air taxi. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally that's, what it's yeah, become. Literally, yeah. Yeah, I think the whole, I think its whole sort of perception of it being such a big technological feat now is really undershadowed, and it's not really considered as that big a thing now because it's the normal. It's like it's a plane. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it, you know what? Fun. And people just aren't amazed as much anymore. No. no. You know what I mean? You you, don't, you you tune out to the fact that there's a fucking thirty-five ton piece of machine flying over you, that's knowing good. exactly where it's going and driving itself. Let's go on a smaller scale. 
Let's do that. Fucking how deluded are we to think that that, to, that we've how easily we forget? There's a supercomputer in our pocket at all yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, a supercomputer is yeah. in our pocket. Yep. How easily we forget that? It's ridiculous. Like I don't understand how people can sit there on Facebook, on Twitter, on whatever the fuck you're you're doing on your phone, and not think at one point about that about yeah. the fact that this thing you're holding is a supercomputer and you're using it to look at a fucking video of a cat falling off. A you seem to keep coming back to the cats. How often cats do you look at cats videos? You know what? I say that is because they even say it in the documentary the AI recognized they taught an AI yeah. to, to watch YouTube and the, and, the, most... and the second thing it learned was how to track cats faces yeah, yeah. the first thing was human faces yeah yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's one of these things where we forget so easily how and then you powerful wonder, this stuff is. Then you wonder why all the dumb bitches on fucking Tinder put oh with dogs. Unless you've got a dog or a cat, I don't want to bother <laughs> you. <laughs> fucking beat it. Go watch your cat videos, you hermit. Now, fuck. Now beat it being, like Brad does when whole, he's alone. Now we're being really strong on the whole doom and gloom side of AI. He's been hanging to get onto the positivity. Okay, but there is there is a lot of positivity to yeah. it. There's a ton of it. I mean, okay, let's go to like the absolute basic. Let's take right, what's happened over the last, let's say, three to four years. We're talking about the positives it, other than the fact that it's going to cause mass job displacement. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> yeah, oh, I went there. Alright, your factory worker, <laughs> calm down. But no, look, we've already had that. That's already happened. Like, we've already had Pretty that job displacement already. Think about there. it. Ford closing down. Hold on closing We down. haven't even come close Mr. to Bishy. the extent of job displacement yet. Exactly. But it's already in motion. Yeah. And we're at that point now because it's all driven by big business and they're all looking to cut costs. It was going to happen eventually. They're so, always finding a more efficient well, way to do things. They don't care about giving people jobs. So where are the yeah. positives? Even surgeons. The surgeon was... One of the surgeons was saying he's operating a robot. Uh, the, was it the Da Vinci bot? Yeah, the Da Vinci yeah. bot. To yeah. be able to do a simple surgery. And they're saying that as this thing does more and more surgeries, it it'll learn how to eventually do it by itself. Yeah. So much so that the doctor even said, we use it so often and it can actually do a few of these surgeries by itself. The doctor even said, I've actually forgotten how to do them. Yeah. It actually scares me because I've forgotten how to do these surgeries. Hmm. So if shit goes down and this thing breaks, that person on the table is fucked. Yeah. Because the doctors won't know what to do anymore. But then this comes back to my original point of our use of this technology. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It, it does great work. Use. But that being said though, is it because it's being overused that we're getting that that negative stigma on the whole topic in general? Is it like for example that doctor, right? He's using it for pretty much every surgery so it can learn. Why is he only using it every second surgery? But then why isn't he keeping his skills sharp? Exactly. As, a, as a professional that that's your livelihood. Yeah, but then you wouldn't fall you, behind you? if you're not concurrent or up to date with the current developments in AI slash technology. It's like it's like saying kids. What, are you school. think falling behind one surgery at a time? No, but it's not about that. As I, opposed to I, I, every no, single no, no. one. No, I kind of no, 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 get where he's coming from. It's like if you can, can put it on a bit of a simpler and smaller scale again. You look at kids at school, right? Yeah. And you look at even when we were younger. You know, we wanted the next console to play games. Right? And if you didn't have the next console, who the fuck were you at school? Yeah, you're a dumb No one wanted to know you. Now, if you didn't have the next Game Boy, the next Nintendo, yeah, where, where, yeah, yeah. nowadays it's, if you don't have an iPhone at the age of seven, yeah. you're ostracized yeah. as a child. Yeah. By your but that's peers. because we've allowed that culture to develop. Exactly. We right. haven't put a full stop on yeah. it. We've and just let it happen. Yeah. And that goes and back to your point about how that, we use the technology. And I see it a lot because I work in that industry. Yeah, exactly right. You and do. I see it all the time. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Why are you buying a fifteen or eighteen hundred dollar phone for a fucking ten year old? What's wrong with you? A phone. Why are you buying? A 15, Why are you getting them a phone? phone? They don't need one. 
Why are you buying him a supercomputer? Are you just are you just getting it for him because they won't shut up? Exactly right. Well, that's, that, that's the, and then again, and this comes into like another sub like a sub topic is that down to parenting. Like well, it's, I, it's, yeah. it's it, it delves think, into yeah. so many different categories. There's so many levels to it. It's yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. But I, I, back to the positive side of things, <laughs> how it's infected, how it's adapting to our everyday lives. Think about okay, so Freudian slip there. How it's infected. <laughs> So I said affected. Thank you very <laughs> much. Initially, I heard the in. I said affected. You fuck. <laughs> Shut up, Adrian. Anyways, so think about it. With the amount of things you can do on your phone, for example, now, okay, you bank on it. You put your appointments in it. You set your alarms to it. You check the weather with it. You contact people with it. It's it's your everything. Without if your if your phone was suddenly to die or break, what would you do? It'd be fucked. Exactly. I'd absolutely be fucked. So I've always thought that's the positivity side of things. It's basically your personal organizer, but how's that positive? Assistant, because how could you manage all that beforehand? Uh, how how we normally did before the phone came about. We could do half of the things we could do beforehand without half this. of that, but it, it was and unnecessary. We, and, and if we're worries. talking about us progressing and evolving, if we didn't have these implementations, we're not evolved. Okay. We're stuck in that stalemate of being hitting our limit as far as what we can do. Day to day limit because you're talking about a dependency on something that's external to you. I'm not talking you about said before when you lose the phone, what happens? You're fucked. And the fact that we've built such a dependency that we've lost all sense of self, well, we can't fucking do anything. We don't need to do half the shit that we do on that phone. No, we don't. That, yes, true. I agree with you in that aspect. What I'm saying, though, is that for us three, for example, if our phone was to die, fuck, all right, we know what to do if yeah, our phone I, was I, to yeah, die. I, I for say example, for banking-wise, we I, know, okay, if, we, if our phone dies, we do our banking on it, okay, I've got to go to the bank and do my banking there. Or if I need to call someone, all right, I've got to try and find a payphone or yeah. use a landline. See, that's or, a, but like, I, we know yeah. what to do if this was to break down. Yeah, but, but see, I, I he, like the younger generation now. If their phone was to die, they don't know what to do. Yeah, they're fucked. They're not taught. Mm. They're not taught what to do. They don't know how to survive see, without this technology. I experienced it myself in 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 that way where I wouldn't know what to do if I lost my phone, for example, or yep. my phone broke. I would be fucked in the sense, like I say, I'd be fucked. Like I'd know what to do for most of what I'm doing in my life, basically. But I'd be fucked in the sense, and you can ask anyone who knows anything about me, I don't know where I'm going physically in the world most of the did time. Did you not have a Malways? Yes. Did you Did you never use a Malways? I, I grew up in an era where Malways existed. Yeah. I was never taught to read one because I didn't need to read one. But By the time I came that being said, though, age to read one. I'm the same one, as you. I grew up in the era where I was, it was I there. using Malways. I, knew what I it was. wasn't old enough to be driving and being used one, but I still knew how to read one. Yeah. No, but I'm saying in the sense that literally if I had never come to your house before, Tones, yeah. which that's where we are now, and you gave me directions, yeah, street names, suburb names, all that you would have eventually I would here. be lost for days. You would have eventually days. gotten here, but it would have taken you longer no, as opposed to how we do, do it Do you know now, what? Which you, is another... Which you're is saying another... that through a blurred lens because you predicated on the fact now that because you've had that phone and that, but that's that has saying. dictated how you that's think about things... If you I, didn't I honestly have do believe to that exactly phone, I honestly do believe 100% that different if ball game, you'd I be able to read the ways, you'd be able to get here, no dramas. What I'm saying is if I if like I said, if I if I lost the phone, it would take me a while. Yes. But I feel like my human side would come out more in the sense that I would be able to develop my own human sense of direction. Exactly. As opposed to right. watching a And your efficiency as a and human it would take, to think. Yeah. With this, yeah. as opposed to looking at exactly this right. and building the dependency, fuck the phone off, learn to do it for yourself. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Accountability for ourselves is fucked off out the window now because 
We've got this. But that being said, though, you mentioned how if it wasn't for your phone, you wouldn't be able to get here, right? Do you, you still do you still use it to get here? No, anymore. No. Exactly, because you've learnt. But I've learnt. You've remember. You've, 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 you've done. You've done. You've you've travelled here. Yeah. You've learnt what the area is. You know where you're going now. You're not relying on this anymore. You relied on it initially to figure out how to do what you needed to do. Now you've done it. That's done its job. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, but essentially I'm operating muscle memory that the phone has taught me. Ah. Exactly. That's great. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Because for someone who doesn't know how to get to a, a place they've never been before, it's good for that sense, right? Like in terms of you'll be able to travel somewhere and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because you can travel anywhere and you'll be able to get to the front doorstep of whatever the fuck place you're going. Huh. And you'll be able, to, and that that's in that aspect, it's awesome. But like I said, going back to this is where I'm in the middle because I love the fact that you can do that. But at the same time, it does create a scenario in a human where it creates a dependency. Because now, now that you know that you can find any place on Earth at the touch of a button, you will begin to do that every time. Do you know what I mean? Can I ask? And it sounds really negative. What did we do and before Google? That's what well, I mean. when we when we were looking like, looking for information. When we were looking You'd for genuine answers, library. exactly yeah, right. This is why. And let me tell you, there was there was stuff before that. No, but it's in like you know, what I mean? ask Jeeves. Yeah, ask Jeeves. What a like Alta Vista. <laughs> oh ask my that, god, I haven't heard that in so long. Ask back that now. British prick how to do everything. But we no, would but have gone to the library, look at encyclopedias. Have yeah. to speak to people to find out where to potentially yeah. so find these is, books. So for me. I, I that actually hits a bit of a personal note in the sense that I've actually myself in my own life taken a personal stance against things like Kindles, things like audiobooks. What, what, what the fuck? Are okay, so for so Kindle, Brad, who's technologically illiterate, he's an old man basically. A Kindle <laughs> is is basically an electronic book. Yeah, so you can download. You things think is that something. a new thing? No, no it's been around uh, for a while. It's been around while. for a while. Okay. Think, while. think a tablet, but its screen is made to to mimic. As if you're reading a book, a book. so it's oh, not backlit. So you, oh, okay, uh, okay, so you okay, fit. cool, yeah. cool. Exactly. So you actually, so it's I just didn't know the name. I know what yeah. that is, yeah. but I didn't know. It's what it's Kindle's, Kindle's a brand of it's the, yeah. the actual product itself is called an e-reader. Yeah, okay, right. yeah. okay. The Kindle is Amazon's version of an e-reader. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay. essentially okay. Uh, uh, an electronic book that you can download thousands upon thousands of books onto. You can have an entire library. So you can carry a whole library in a little device. This is where I take the stance. This is why the reason I don't like them, partly because of the fact that I like to collect books. Yeah. But the other reason, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the other reason I don't like them is because of the fact that, for whatever oh. reason, shit goes down. Technology's fucked itself in the ass, and everything. We lost our human history. We've lost our literature. Yes, yes. You know, thank you. Hard copies of things are what makes, it, like, in terms of books and literature. I believe the hard copies make humans what they are. I completely you know what I mean? agree. What makes you say that? Though? Because of the fact that it's it's something that is tangible. It's something that, because like I said before, going to my- f- Like how point, much do you love opening up a new book and having the smell? That's the best. It's There's no but smell like, like I said, it. It's, it going back to my very, very early point is that we only see things through our sense perception. That is one of the major things I think that make us human, that makes us different from an AI. Now you take that away by creating an electronic device that does it all for us, that essentially takes all that hard copy stuff away. It takes the feeling of the pages. It strips away that experience. It strips away that human element. It's stripping away one process. It's still yeah, no, I a piece of literature. Yeah. It's not as if we're back in the days where literature was handwritten. It's all typed up on a computer, printed onto a physical piece of paper. What's the difference taking away the step of printing it onto a piece of paper 
as opposed to just getting the original source file that's already there and putting it onto a digital screen. Because there is There's something no difference. majestic about actually opening That's a just a personal book. preference that you have, though. You like having something physical to hold in your hand. That's a very... Uh, I'm going to say it. It's a very old way of thinking. Old people gay. think that way. Okay. They want something physically in their hand all the time. No, no. Yeah, let me put it this way. So we look back through the different periods of time. Right? Yep. The, the, the time frame and the age that we're in now, what do you think the time frame or, or that age will be called? Like the technological age, yeah. would you say it is? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that would, yeah, that would be called. Compare that then to something like the Renaissance. Okay. Right? So the artists, the writers, the playwrights, all these sorts of people, it was not only developing their craft, but it was an engagement and interaction with people. There was a sense of human interaction in every sense of what they did. Paintings, uh, the appreciation of paintings, writing, um, scripts, uh, fucking plays, whatever it was. It was an engagement between humans. What the technological age has done has divided people. I see. As much as globalization, no, 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 I know what you're saying. As as much as it is globalization and it's connected people more than ever before, and people have been able to do shit that they've never ever done before in terms of connectivity. Those but are the positives. In terms of a one-on-one interaction, people no longer know how to fucking speak to each other. It's true. It's fucking sad. It's true. And it's a sad but realization that this that, world is coming to. Going back to that point of the books, right? Yeah. And having a physical object, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not just about having the physical object in your hand. Physical. The physical. physical. Yeah, I love yeah. the physical stuff. There's fucking physical, physical shit. Fucking, I'm going to physically... I'm going to fidget your dick. <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> <laughs> How would that even work? I like that very much so. It's like a fidget spinner. Always comes I'll to fidget me. your vape no, up your knob. Why is it that... It's like Almost a fidget in every spinner. podcast, it comes to you fiddling with his dick somehow. You've got to put your does. finger... It's like a fidget spinner. You've got to put your finger on the center of my gooch and spin my balls around your finger. <laughs> <laughs> Until I produce enough velocity. Until yeah. they rip off. <laughs> but basically, going back to my comment, my point about the books, it's not about having something physical in your hand. It's the whole experience of, to Brad's point, having a human interaction. of Having to go buy the book. Having... You, get, you interact with you people say that, but how, to get the book. But books, for example, how many bookstores are still out there? There's, there's still a quite few. a few. There's actually not a fair few. as many as you two are, predi- are, are saying. There's barely Of course any. not, because that's only okay. taking out the human So, element. majority of books now, how are they bought? They're bought online. Yeah. yeah. Where well, you don't you have buy to them have online, a human They come to your house. Yeah. Human interaction, gone. And what is good about that? That's our point. It's great. Why? Because you're getting access to literature that you may not have been able to get access of at all. Yeah, for well, example, you go to a bookstore, you're looking yeah, for a certain book, right? Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. yeah. But you can get it online. That's amazing. That's the exactly. How is that right. a That's bad thing? It's a, it's opening your your options and your and your horizons to what is available out in the world, again, which yeah. you couldn't get any, which you can't at couldn't the get flick back of then. a hand, bang! I've got the book. Sweet. Yeah. Make amazing. the point. Yeah. Okay. What I'm getting at is. It's not about in the that event that the part, book, let's say you go to the library, they don't have the book, then it's like, oh, well, fucking, I'm going to chase this up. And there's a succession and a satisfaction in oh, that book's, you know, maybe it's taken six days or so, whatever, to arrive from another fucking store. And, but you get it. And it's a sense of accomplishment, a sense of satisfaction. And what phones and smartphones and tech have done has stripped away that ability to have a sense of accountability, a sense of accomplishment, a sense of achievement. Like, it's now gotten to the point where 
oh god, I didn't even know. But you know, but you realize another topic. I'm not. But you realize what you're what what we've been talking about for the last ten minutes has nothing to do with the impact of AI on us now. Of course not. It's nothing. But of course that we're going to go on this tangent. That is the that is the tech. Yeah. That's just the tech. Yeah. We're not talking about how how AI is implementing everything. Yeah. For example, like at work, I've had this happen a few times where I've had to engage a customer, where um, I've had to engage someone who couldn't speak a word of English. Okay. What would you do in that case if you didn't have anyone who could translate for you? Or in that case, it- thank you AI. Again, using the phone. Google Translate, mm-hmm. being able to translate on the spot what the other person is saying and for me to be able to interact with that person. Mm-hmm. That's creating interactivity. See, that's awesome. The reason I love the point you make there is because of the fact that although we can tra- you can use that to translate, the positive there is that we can translate what this person's saying to you so you can help them in the best way you possibly can as a store person, as a whatever you are, however you're trying but to But that's just taking it into that particular scenario. Yeah. But you could put that into any situation at all. For example, if you're traveling, what better what better reason to use it than to yeah. interact with people from a foreign land that it, otherwise you would have no chance of, con- of okay. communicating yeah, but, but to, with Counteracting to that, to being, point. being in a foreign country and not having any access to fucking Google Translate or anything forces you to have some sort of human interaction. Yeah, you may be struggling for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> But fuck that makes for a good story. And it's that experience. It's not about having the accessibility and the ease and everything at the drop of a hat. It's that learning experience. Like you would have never had that that learning experience. But that side of things gives you opportunity to interact with these people more as opposed (laughs) to finally figuring out or giving up, asking this person what the hell you're trying to say. And then, all right, bye-bye. There's that interaction gone. There's that person you could have probably had a good interaction with and had a good time with, but because you couldn't understand each other, that experience is gone. Each to their own. So you're losing that experience. I understand. Exactly what you're saying. Yes, you're losing one experience, but then you're also losing another opportunity as well. Yeah. But again, all I'm saying is we're seeing it through very biased lens. You're seeing technology through a biased lens. You're skipping over what AI is doing. Dude, I am one of the biggest advocates in terms of AI, in terms of its implementation in, you know, medicine, education, all these sorts of things. Yeah. That, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah. The globalization factor of connecting people. Yeah. Like, do you remember that whole thing with Kony? Yeah. If it wasn't for, well, that, again, that's the technology, that's not AI. No, 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 but what I'm saying is, Facebook is a form of AI. It is, it's a soft AI. Well, they were saying, like, created a warped sense of reality. Like, I just made a point saying Facebook creates a warped sense of reality. Fake news not being able to be differentiated between true news. So that was a significant downside to Facebook. It creates, because they gave it a goal. One of the guys was, I can't remember his name, but he was saying that basically it it was given a goal. Like all AI, it's given a goal, it's given a task to complete and to achieve. And like we said before, it goes about that goal. Uh, It goes about achieving that goal. By any means necessary. And I think we've gotten, as a society, we've gotten to a point now where we don't think enough. And the negativity of all all these new sort of implementations and all this new technology and AIs and stuff is being overshadowed by the, all the negativity of it. Exactly. We're just always in a negative mindset about the whole thing that we're not, that we're overshadowing the positivity and the good that it's doing. We're well, too busy said, thinking of the what if it gets to this point? What if it gets to that point? But they what are the seeing questions. it here and now, what it's doing right yeah, now. But this and is it's what showing I'm saying. you what it's doing. You're seeing those in the here and now. But, but those the, questions are based. Such the an important factor is being able to ask the questions of 
What if this happens? What I'm, if I'm, this I'm goes saying, down I'm that not, path? I'm not saying that we're not. I'm saying we're doing that too much. I don't think we could ever do that too much. Yeah, but I, think, I feel like I feel like a lot of the negativity and the questions around the negativity of this of technology and AI and all the rest of it are based in the fact of human history, the way we treat technology, it's the all way fear. we create technology to be able to hurt one another. It's all realistically. Fear. Throughout so, history, that's all we've done with technology. Was it we've fear when they created the fusion bomb? Was it fear when they created the atom bomb? That it was, was 100% it was. Yeah, it was okay. fear that the others, the, the opposite the side was going to do it like first. Like I said, the whole arms race situation. We have to do it first just in case they do it. Yeah, and when, exactly. And then and when someone fear. accidentally hits the switch, like that guy says, one of the guys says, you know, we don't want some dickhead being in a lab. The dumb cunt says something about eating, drinking a Red Bull. And yeah. someone flicks a switch and yeah. all of a sudden this thing takes over like Skynet. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like, yeah. It's, it's, you definitely need to ask those questions. And I get Tony's point in saying that, yes, a lot of negativity about it all overshadows the positive. Yeah, without question. Because there's a fuckload of positive. Yeah. There's a fuckload. But I understand Brad's point of view in the sense that technology, although it connects us in a multitude of ways yep. and thousands upon thousands of ways, it also disconnects us. It takes away, because I'm, I'm an advocate believer that as humans, all we have at the end of the day is, is our other. story. No, is our story. Okay. As an individual, all we have is our story. A conscious individual, we have our story and that's it. Yeah. I think certain elements of technology take away your story. If anything, I seem to think that certain elements of technology are helping to spread our story. Yeah, spread out. Helping story. to spread it and share it. Okay, with yeah, people who would never ever yeah, had the opportunity to even know yeah. who you mean. Well, what I'm saying is, but yeah, this is, this is how true. But that's again, that's the technology. That's how true AI. is yeah, listen, the story listen. that is being sent out to the world of people? Yeah, but listen, this is this is my point. The point is that yes, it's good to spread the story, to share it with other people. It's not necessarily good to be able to develop your story. Yeah, it doesn't help Completely. to develop stories. It helps to share them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is the way that... Which is I, awesome I seem to think thing. that's the way that it was it was intended to be used. Yeah. But okay. We've manipulated it in a way where it's... Yeah. it's like, that's what I'm saying. Facebook, you give being, it a task... It's basically being raped. That's what I'm saying. You give Facebook a task. The task is to engage people. Yes. Now, how does it do that? It engages people by creating fake news. News that's based around... That's directed towards what people want to see as opposed to what they should be seeing. Well, yeah, my point... One then, perfect example of it is Instagram accounts of hot girls, right? <laughs> what a, a topic what? that you're very fluent in. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I've got my shit down pat. With if this. you put a black light in Brad's room after an Instagram session, you'd go blind. Hundred percent, hundred percent. No, what I'm getting at is you've got these Instagram accounts of people looking like they have the most fucking perfect life and they're spreading word about look at me look at me look what I've accomplished all this sort of shit yeah. bitch this is an artificial look at your fucking said, life uh, it means I was nothing. in Dubai for like three weeks this prince invited me over yeah but you didn't tell everyone that the reason the prince has you there because you're a sex slave is because he wants to shit on your chest 100%. and he's paying you 10 grand to do it 100% Wow. It's true. It happens. It happens. But you know what? It happens. It's a fucked up sense of reality. It is fucked. We've developed a sense of ourselves that needs validation from other people now. We don't seek validation from ourselves. We seek it from other people through these fucking... I feel accounts. like... Hey, hey, I'm biggest hypocrite of them all. Like, I, I fucking public... Put my fucking life all over Instagram. No doubt. But I do it... <laughs> Also, as a means of showing my journey, I like being able to look back at my photos and going, this is where I was, that this is where I am now. I don't need the validation from people. It's got nothing to do with that. 
So I think it's, it's changing our perception and our sense of self, which is fucking scary. But what's that got to do with AI? Yeah, I'm just talking about nothing to do with AI. I'm just talking about platforms. Nothing. Just talking about platforms. Going back to AI, it's a good, good, bit of a good segue into that, because in the actual documentary that sort of sparked this topic for us, we talk about the whole. There's actually this thing called Deep Mind. Yeah, it's a subsidiary. Oh yeah, I remember that was sick. Yeah, yeah, this was cool. It's a subsidiary of Google, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially just a soft AI that's developed to be smarter than any human. Mm. Yeah. And eventually, be that was that whole go. Yeah, that was the whole. It was developed to beat people at chess. Yeah, yeah. And then to beat people at go. It won. It beat people in go. It took seven days to become a poker champion. Yeah. Yeah. Worldwide poker champion. And which poker they was supposedly unbeatable by humans. Exactly because it requires on a whole lot of human nature. Yeah. Emotions, reading people, exactly bluffing. It took a computer now, seven days to be unbeatable. Yeah. Now that is scary. Take, it's scary, that, but it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Hundred percent. It's amazing that it can learn. Basically, what would take a human how like yes. a decade yeah. to yeah. learn? Yeah, that's it, it's incredible. amazing that yeah. it can do that. Yeah, definitely not discounting that fact. Yeah. But it also at the same time is scary. It's and fucking freaky. Like what you had on before. Like that whole that thing was with, really cool. So I was yeah. checking out a video just a little bit before. It was it was this guy, what's his name? Uh, Pierre Pierre Barreau. Um, and he comprised an AI called Ava. And it basically he got it to study a bunch of compositions, so music compositions. From and all like the from best about thirty thousand so all the best composers, Mozart, Beethoven, Bach. Bach. Yeah, Adrian, everyone. Adrian, so, Adrian, yeah, 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 that one there. It's just nothing but a fart soundtrack. No, his um, is just duck, 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 Yeah, so he was going on about how Ava basically um, analysed all the, like about close to 300,000 different compositions yeah. um, and was able to create its own unique composition learning off of pre, like the best, some of the best compositions in the world. And they actually used it for a science fiction score, yeah. like a science fiction movie score. I don't remember the movie, <laughs> but... It, the printing out the composition music, was fucking amazing. Printing out the screen music, got an actual proper symphony um, to do it. Yeah. To do it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It fucking sounded incredible. It's like, insane. Whole, that's that's and like that's where amazing. the coolness of AI can come that's into play. That's the coolness. That's what but I'm again, it's, this, it's that whole sort of, like I think that side of things that should be a challenge. That Any shouldn't be like the whole sort of oh yep that takes away the work of every composer out there that could possibly make unique music. Yeah, that should be a challenge. Should be a benchmark. That should be that should be the yeah. benchmark. You know, you know what? A machine can do that. Fuck them. I'm gonna come up with something even better than that on my own. Yeah. So this is the problem we come. That that's a problem that you come up against when we're developing something like Deep Mind yeah. that's supposed to be smarter than us. I can't take the word deep seriously without just thinking <laughs> deep something flesh yeah. like fucking Deep Mind. <laughs> deep six. I, don't know. I think deep minds if you're deep. Just shut the fuck up. I think, I think deep mind must be like a version of deep throat, but the dick curves up, so it hits the brain. Yeah, it hits oh. the back of the pe- penal gland. Pineal gland. The pineal gland. Not the fuck. It's not a subwoofer. It's not a subwoofer. The pineal gland. Dumb cunt. It's settled America, right? Pioneered America. I'm going to pioneer your fucking asshole. But look, I think. But you take something like deep mind, and you put it into a scenario like that. Like. It's a different scenario though. Look, that the whole deep mind thing, trying to be smarter than any human out there. If that's 
we're at the point where we need to go in order to evolve. You know, if that what's, thing's... what's to say that DeepMind, eventually once it learns more and more, well, doesn't find the key to the next step of human evolution? That's what I'm saying. But will it be to the benefit oh. of human evolution? We don't know that. You know what I mean? The thing is, we don't know that. But we won't yeah, know be... unless we yeah. try. Because that, I don't that, think it's you can't put them into the same sentence. What? Anything related to a technological advancement should not even be situated anywhere near the concept of human evolution because it is point. exactly human evolution. It's not but technology they... influenced human evolution. No, no, what I'm saying is what if, for example, deep right becomes the smartest AI deep. that we know okay so deep it's the so deep. so much right in the cerebral cortex it is the deepest of minds it's it's yeah there's um, so much deep so let's say it was able to somehow for example let's say it was able to find the creation of the god particle that the hadron collider could I'm the god particle which holds which we don't know what answers ah. that holds and what we could do with that information that's what i'm saying and then being ai having that information i'd be concerned at what that AI can do with that sort of information. And but then that's where the implement, implementation of... The inflammation. inflammation. Of my crone's well, stomach. Yes, that's think. where the implementation <laughs> of certain... <laughs> that's that's oh, where it comes down to the actual coding of the AI itself, where it has to be implemented into that code and that algorithm that... What do you think? It's about it teaching it. There's a exactly. limit to it. To its it needs to be limited. Yeah, it course. needs to be limited. It needs to be limited. But this is the problem. This is oh, part of the problem. Is because yeah, you do. the people that you are developing AIs, they don't want to limit it because they want to see it succeed yeah. in every possible way. Yeah. Now you take that AI they're talking about. I think it was it was also DeepMind <laughs> that they gave it an Atari to play. Yeah, and mastered and all it the played, games in... it mastered all the games in like a week. At super speed. And it yeah. could play the games at super speed. Within a minute, it played all the Atari games. Yeah. And won them all. That's fucked. First time. That's fucked. Yeah? Now give that thing a... Give that a thing like Google, right? Give that a thing like Google servers. Yeah. Now, they say in the documentary, Google's been... He's got administration level clearance on all the Google servers yeah. to regulate them. Yeah. And what if one day it decides to access all the information Google has, which is pretty much everything. everything. Yeah. It will be able to do anything on earth. Hmm. It will be able to access military codes. It will be able to access people's profile pictures. It will be able to determine, which at one point they were trying to develop an AI that determines people's sexual orientation, lifestyle choices, all sorts of things based around their profile picture and their face in that picture. Hmm. Tell well, me that's not scary. It's amazing. But tell me that's not scary. Yeah, it's a mixture of both. But my perspective, my perspective of it, I'm more excited than scared about it. Yeah, fair enough. I'm excited to see yeah, where it's going. I and I, like I said, I'm on both sides of yeah. the coin here. And do you know? I don't think you can differentiate and say it's more one than the other. I think it's a real combination of both. I think it's just what you've essentially had as your influence growing up and potentially in your life. Like I know, again, the humanity side of things. I know. Um, but like I said, it can go both ways and yeah. I'm not trying to discredit either. I just, I feel like I'm more in favor of the concerning part of what AI could potentially become. That's yeah. it. In, in the best. Yeah. yeah. Someone watched Terminator 2 too many times. I'm not doing it. Oh, boo. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not singing them from Bankstown. <laughs> 
Alright, um, okay, so um, I guess we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. Tell us what you think, everyone. Tell us what you think. Contact us on Twitter at Rebels Without a One and on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03. And whether you liked this new style of yeah. show. Yeah, whether, whether you liked us actually interested. being a little bit more serious. As we mix it up a bit this one. Um, but yeah, let us know. There's um, a lot of deepness. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of deep, mind. deep minding. <laughs> we deep minded. Um, and then we'll just give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we've got Pig Apparel. I'm going to spell it out this time because I've forgotten over three episodes now. <laughs> it's P Y G Apparel on Instagram. Um, some cool shit going to be dropping very very soon. Um, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and Age, you've got yeah, um, I've got uh, Margus Home Repairs. Margus from, from Gorgo. <laughs> Basically, uh, <laughs> need to get that on your business cards. <laughs> uh, two brothers uh, basically have a, a home repair service for all your home repair needs, basically. And I've got actually one more to plug. Oh, hey! I promised a friend I'd plug. We've got a new sponsor. We have, we have a new sponsor. Where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pro Check Building Surveying. Steph. Uh, yep. My friend owns his own uh, building surveying business. Uh, he's a big dumb cunt, though. He's a big dumb cunt. But we <laughs> yeah, love him. Like but we love him. He's, a, he's a great building surveyor. And uh, he, yeah, if you need something surveyed, he'll survey it for you. He'll he can deep survey, survey the fuck he'll out of things. He'll deep survey your building. He will. He'll do. He will. He'll get it. He'll deep survey it. He'll deep survey it good. Deep right survey. The, you sounded Russian. Deep then. survey. Deep survey. Deep survey. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. It so is um, so I guess we'll wrap it up there. And like I said, let us know in the on the social media pages what you guys thought and any suggestions for any future episodes. Um, and if you want to follow us personally on our own social medias, you can follow me on Instagram at tboner18 and also on Instagram at the same handle. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram at amici24. Spelled A M I C I. Did I say Instagram or Snapchat? You said Instagram for both. Yeah. So you might Sna- I meant to say Snapchat. My you bad. can find me on Instagram and uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> on Smart at Do. And uh, for Instagram and Snapchat, both for me at Braddles2505, B-R-A-D-E-L-S 2505. Yep. So until next time, guys, let's give it a good old... Da, da, da.